There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat, or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, one church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Give online in our mobile app or text the word giving to 59769. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Blessed be the man who comes in the name of the Lord. Speak, Bishop. We will hear and obey. Rise to your feet and give a Wednesday night live welcome to the Bishop. Yeah, read them. Oh, come on, come on. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad? Look at your neighbor and say, I'm so glad he died for you. Come on, somebody. Somebody shout, I'm so glad that he died for you. Now somebody shout, I'm so glad that he died for me. Now make some noise in the house. Hallelujah. 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 Gave his only son for you. Come on, somebody shout. I'm so glad he died for me. Yeah. I, I love that song. I love that song. I know some of y'all don't listen to that kind of music. I know you, you're too saved. You're too holy. You don't listen to Prince. You don't. I got that. But I like some Prince. And let me go on and just be transparent. I'm going to preach on what's real tonight. I like some Prince. Y'all ain't liking me. Come on, somebody. I can do it. I can do without the cussing, but I like a little bit of Notorious B.I.G. I know, I know. I'm going to lose somebody. I used to like a little bit of Tupac, but I know, I know. Come on, somebody. Amen. You, without the cussing, them bad boys. Am I talking to anybody in the house? Amen. I like, I'm so glad to know that Jesus died for me. Thank you, praise team. You may be seated in the house of God. Amen. I'm so glad he died for me. Why are you glad, Bishop? Why are you, why are you glad? Because I'm gonna, let me help you with something real quick. And, and I'm, I'm so glad to be here to celebrate this great man of God. Amen. I'm so glad to be here. 
and celebrate a giant of a man. And to be able to work with him, amen, in the ministerial alliance has been awesome. And I thank you, Bishop, and I certainly echo, amen, your sentiments. I ain't got a lot of friends. I don't just, come on, somebody. I don't run around with everybody because you can't run around with everybody. Come on, somebody, because I'm an old school boy, so I'm going to talk about some old school stuff. Amen. I really did like some OJs, and the OJs told me they smile in your face. Somebody know what I'm talking about. Look at your neighbor and say, them backstabbers. I don't need, I need, man, keep it 100 with me. Keep it real with me. Come on, look at somebody real quick. And you know, y'all have to excuse me. This is how I preach at home. I'm going to preach over here. Look at them say, stop faking the funk. Keep it real with me or keep it away from me. Oh, yeah, y'all ain't hearing me. But uh, Tyler Perry said, I can do bad all by myself. I don't need nobody that ain't going nowhere rocking with me. I don't need nobody don't want nothing coming with me. That's my friend. And he's dynamite. Amen. God bless you, Bishop. Talk to you tonight from the opening scripture that is found in the book of 2 Samuel. Uh, chapter 1, verses 11. Amen. I'm just going to do verse 11 tonight. Amen. I'm going to cut it to the quick because we need to talk a little bit tonight. Look at your name and say, can we just talk a little bit? Can we just? Uh, just a little. Just a, just a little. Then God took hold. Do you have it? Say, I got it. Then God took hold of his clothes. Rent, then David took hold of his clothes and he rent them. And likewise, all of the men that were with him. And they mourned and they wept. Mm. The title of this message tonight, I'm going to preach it like the title of messages. And the title of this message is, Stay Away from Amalekites. And Philistines. Somebody give the Lord a hand, praise. Stay away from Amalekites and Philistines. I want to talk to you uh, expeditiously uh, about, first of all, how to appreciate leadership and how to appreciate the man of God. Some people don't really get this and you don't understand, but amen. For every level, there's another devil. The higher your anointing is, come on, somebody, the higher your appointing is. The devil, come on, somebody. The reason somebody said, I just ain't got no trouble in life. Ain't nothing ever happened to me in life. I'm just walking around, tiptoeing through the tulips. I was a little bit young for that one. Come on, somebody. That's Tiny Tim. Tiptoeing through the tulips and everything is just so wonderful. But sometimes, the way you know if you're really doing something and going somewhere, you know it by how great the attack is. Hello, somebody. Hey, amen. I don't need to come against, the devil don't need to come against something, and you ain't doing nothing. Y'all ain't ready for me. The devil ain't worried about folks that ain't going nowhere. The devil ain't worried about folks that ain't got no anointing. The devil ain't worried about people that have not been appointed. Am I talking to anybody in the house? Because if you ain't got nothing, nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Hmm. Hmm. I want to talk to a, you're just about a couple of characters, and I'm going to talk to you first of all about Abraham. Abraham, the father of faith. Abraham, the man of God. And this message is not for holier-than-thou folk. This message is not to give you an occasion or a license to practice sin. Yet this message is real. Sometimes I don't know if people read the same Bible I read. I'm not sure what you've been reading. 
Come on, somebody. Because if you really read the word of God, listen, I'm so glad that, that, that God is transparent. I'm so glad that God put all of it in the book. Come on, somebody. I'm so glad that God told the whole story. Because sometimes when you talk to people and you look at people and you hear their testimony, they're just so glad to be saved, sanctified, uh, satisfied. I've just been happy with Jesus all along, and I'm just bubbling over in the Holy Ghost. And you can't even talk to them. They go to speaking in tongues. You be at King Supers, and you can talk to them. How you doing, brother? You can't even be at 7-Eleven. And, you know, I want to talk about the Broncos sometime. What, look at that Slurpee over there. I need somebody to talk to me. Y'all ain't ready for me. Sometimes you can't, you can't deal with folks. They too deep. And then I really don't like to be around nobody that ain't got no problems because when you ain't got no problems and you ain't never went through nothing, you cannot relate to me because I've had plenty problems. I've had plenty issues. I've been through plenty storms. And you can't tell me nothing if you ain't never been nowhere and through nothing. Abraham, a mighty man of God. Abraham, a man that God called to separate himself. Get away from your family. He said, get away from your kinfolk. Get away from your friends. Oh, there's a word right there, Bishop. Because one of the problems now is we can't get the thing we need to get because you're too close to folk. Do I need to sing OJs again? They smile in your face. Sometimes, come on, somebody, you got to get away from folks. Am I talking to anybody? To receive what you need from God, you got to leave the old folks behind. God said, I need to do something for you, Abraham, but I need you to, first of all, get up and move out. Do I have any? Y'all too young for James Brown? James Brown said, get up, get on up. Woo! God told Abraham to get on up, separate yourself from your folks. Now watch this, and Pastor Gloria is really good at this. God bless you, Pastor. She talks about one of the things that he did do in the disobedience to God. He said, get away from all your folks. Come on, somebody. But the Bible said when Abraham left, he took Lot with him. Y'all ain't ready for me. Come on, somebody. How many know that partial disobedience is full disobedience? Come on, when God put a mandate in your life and God tell you to do something, how many of you know that God ain't? Come on, somebody. You, it's God's way or the highway. Watch this. Abraham gets up, do what God said do, but he took a lot. He gets there. Watch this, please. Uh, 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 uh. Sarah must have been awfully fine because Abraham was 100 and she was 90. Sarah was a fine somebody. God talking about God did a work on Sarah, man. Come on, y'all. She was fine. And Abraham was going to Egypt, and he went through, and Abraham got scared. Because Abraham said, man, the king is going to look at my woman, and the king is going to want to, you know, take care of business with my woman. And he got scared. Y'all ain't ready for me. And he told Sarah, he said, listen, this is what I need you to do, baby. I need you to lie. I need you to tell him I, because I half lie the whole lie. Oh, somebody get that later. I need you to tell him that you're my sister, because he's going to want to, y'all can I talk real talk? Bishop, can I, can I keep it real? He going to want to knock boots. Mm -hmm. He going to want to knock some boots. He says, so just, just do, just say, I don't want to get in trouble with them. I'm scared right now. Oh, look, I need about five hours. I'm going to try to get it done in about 25 minutes. Uh, we got enough scared men walking around here. We don't need no more weak, a lily-backed, sissy-livered men. If you're going to be a man, stand up and be a man. If you're going to be a girl, ain't ready for me. Am I talking to any men in the house that say, I like being a man? Watch this. Shared, he turned his woman over. He turned his woman over to the king. Am I talking to anybody? 
And the king said, she show his foin. And he brought her into his chambers. Come on, somebody. And he brought her into his chambers, and he wanted to get with her. He said, I'm going to take care of this real good. But God spoke to that boy. God went to him in a dream. God went to him and said, don't touch her. Watch this, please. God said, if you touch her, you dead. Y'all ain't ready for me. I'm going to kill everybody in your house. I'm going to kill everything in Egypt. God said, you better not touch her. That's Abraham's wife. Now, stay with me if you can, because the first thing we want to do is we want to uh, eliminate Abraham, and we want to judge Abraham, and we want to put Abraham down for lying. Come on, somebody. But I just need about three people that will keep it real and look at your neighbor and say, now, how many lies have you told? Good God Almighty. Good God Almighty. Come on, somebody. We'll look at him and we'll judge him. But you know what God said? God went to that boy in a, he went to him in a dream. He went to him in a vision. Come on, somebody. And he said, don't touch him because he, she is the wife of a prophet. I want to stay with that for a minute. That, what, Abraham's a prophet? Watch the king. I can hear the king talking to God and saying, man, the man lied. I didn't even know this was his wife. This ain't my fault. I didn't know the man lied. And, and you watch this, please. I need about three people to get happy on this. I'm so glad that God sees beyond my faults and sees my needs. I'm so glad, y'all ain't ready for me, that my condition is not my position. I'm so glad that God knows who I am even through my craziness. He know who I am. God, what, God didn't say nothing about his lie. God didn't say nothing about, come on, his half lie. God simply said, you better not touch her because he's a, he's a prophet. He's a prophet. Oh, I need to talk to some real folk real quick. Come on, somebody. I don't know what you did last night. I don't know what you did last week. But aren't you glad that you were able to repent? Aren't you glad that it did not disqualify you? Aren't you glad that if God said you're a prophet, then you're a prophet? Come on, somebody. If he said you're a teacher, you're a teacher. Somebody ought to shout, nevertheless. Ah, I'm almost through preaching. Watch this, please. David, I love David. I love David because David ain't scarred. David ain't a lot. He ain't, some of us can't do nothing without needing everybody to know what we do. Maybe I'll turn it this way. Some folk can't do nothing without bragging about themselves. You got to put it all over Facebook. You got to put it all over Twitter. You, am I talking to anybody in the house? What you do in front of people don't qualify you. Some time. It's what you do behind the back, the door that qualifies you. It's what you do when people ain't watching you that qualify you. It's your relationship with God when you're not at church. God said, I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a man down there. I need him to be king. Watch this. The people in Israel wanted a king. Because they wanted to be like the world. The first time you messed up, baby, is when you was trying to be like everybody else but what God called you to be. I preached a message, Bishop, years ago. I preached a message, and it had to do with what Jesus said. Now watch this, please. Somebody, I'm going to lose somebody on this because I know that, uh, you know, you would never drink any wine. But the Bible said Jesus drank wine. Is that in your Bible? 
Bible said he had, Jesus had a little drink. He didn't say he got drunk. He didn't get drunk. But he had some wine. Come on, somebody. And the Pharisees and them were tripping off of Jesus, judging Jesus, putting him down. Come on, somebody. Because he was a friend of sinners. Y'all ain't ready for me and drunk a little wine. Oh, come on. You better. I preached a message titled, You Can't Prove, You, you, you Can't Please a Negro. I didn't use that word, but I will do Negro tonight. <laughs> no matter what you do, folks got something to say about you. They don't like the way you walk. They don't like the way you dress. They don't like the shoes you wear. They don't like the way you sing. They don't like the way you praise God. Am I talking to some real folk? Stop trying to please people. And worry about pleasing God. Somebody shout glory in the house. Jesus, Jesus said, Jesus said, watch this. John the Baptist came. He didn't eat. He didn't drink. He didn't hang out with y'all. And y'all talked about him like a dog. The Son of Man comes. Eating and drinking, and you're talking about me as a publican and a friend of sinners. You need to look at somebody and say, you need to get out of my face quick. <laughs> David's in the back. David's in there. Watch this. I love what I'm seeing here. I love what I'm seeing here. I, I love the ministry. Come on, y'all, give yourself a hand, would you? Give yourself a hand. Give the bishop a hand for vision. Hallelujah! I was in my church the late hours last night. I came out at 12.30 a.m. Dealing with some issues in the city. And as I came out, my church is next to the homeless park. And they were lined up. Must have been 10 of them with, you know, little made beds and blankets. And they were all the way down the walls of homelessness because we're really going through issues in this city with homelessness. Am I talking to some real folk in the house? But this is what I like about who, 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 who David is. If you ain't willing to deal with homeless folk, if you ain't willing to deal with folks that don't live in your neighborhood, if you ain't willing to deal with folks that don't look like you, that don't have your area code, that don't dress like you, y'all, I'm preaching already. You don't even know who God is. To know who God is, you have to know who he is on the mountaintop, but you got to know in the valley. If you cannot know how to get dirty sometimes, you'll never know who God is. The big brother with the bad boys, they were the bad boys, Bishop. The big brother was in Saul's army. And the big brothers had reputations. They had ranks. And when God, watch this, when God sent uh, 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 the prophet and the prophet said, go get your boys and line them up before me, he went through all of them saying, this must be the one. Man, he's handsome. He's tall. He's fine. Let me, I better stop it right there and pause for calls real quick. That's what got y'all in trouble, women. He was fine and empty-headed. She was fine, brothers. She had a figure eight shape. But you didn't, you didn't, check, you didn't check where she came from. You didn't check her linen. You didn't check what her mama did. What your daddy do. 
Oh, I'm talking to somebody. What's your FICA score? He had them all by because we're looking all the wrong places. We're looking at the wrong things instead of looking at what God is saying. They were looking all through there and said, he, he was like, that ain't him, that ain't him, this must be him, that ain't him. And he looked at him and he said, is all your sons here? I stopped by to tell you, don't worry about when they leave you out. Don't worry about when they don't call your name. Don't worry about when you're not picked to work on a certain organization or a certain team. God said, I know who your name, who you are, and I know your name. If people don't ever acknowledge who you are, if God speaks to who I am. Jesse said, it's another one back there, but he stink. Mm. He stink, he stink, he stink, he stink. What, what, what do you mean? He ain't washed up? No, he sits there with sheep all night. He smell like sheep. He look like sheep. Come on, come on, somebody. He's back there, and he didn't have a stage, and nobody knew what he was doing in the back. But one day, a lion came, and the lion came and grabbed one of his lambs, and the lion took off and washed it. The, the lion had four legs, and David didn't have but two. But he took two legs and caught a four-legged lion. Am I talking to anybody? Watch this, please. When he called him, he said, you got to give up the lamb, baby. You got to give him up. He grabbed to take him out of his mouth, and the Bible said the lion, watch this, the lion reared up on him. I don't know about you, but I ain't scared of the devil rearing up at me. Come on, every time you turn around, the devil's trying to get you scared. Every time you turn around, the devil's saying you ain't going to be able to pay your rent. Every time you turn around, the devil's saying you're about to lose your car. You're about to lose your house. The devil's always learning. Y'all, oh, I need some about three people to preach. Help me preach tonight. But look at your neighbor and say, I ain't scared of the devil. I'm not worried about the devil uh, rearing up at me. Because my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. Am I talking to anybody that knows something about the word tonight? I'm so, I'm so grateful that he can do exceedingly and abundantly. Watch this. He said, bring him up here. David came up there. David came and he anointed him the king. And nobody even knew that he was king for years. I stopped by to tell you that God has raised some of you up in here. God has put you in a higher position up in here. God got a, come on somebody, God's got a divine plan for you up in here. People don't know who you are. They're sitting right next to you, but they don't know what God is getting ready to do in your life. I need about three people that say, he's talking about me. God has elevated me. God has taken me to the next level. Mm. Watch. David said, the bear came and I whipped him. Come on, somebody. The lion came and I whipped him. And he heard about a big man named Goliath was talking all that yin-yang. You need to get this because Philistines do a whole bunch of talking. Come on, somebody. But when they get finished talking, they ain't got no power. Oh, I, I just need about four people to say, I know I got power. Come on, I know that I got Holy Ghost power. I know that in my words are power. David went down there, man. David went down there and said, I heard that Philistine that had six fingers and six toes. Come on, somebody. I hear he's been talking a whole bunch of yin-yang. Huh? And, 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 and he said, y'all scared to fight him? I'm, I'm sorry, but I got in trouble when I was in school because I wasn't scared to fight nobody. I, I ain't saying I was bad. I ain't saying that I could whoop everybody. I just wasn't scared to fight you. And if, watch, oh, I need some, do I have some fighters in the house? I, 
I, I, I, I wasn't the one that you run home. I'm not the sissy that runs home to mama. If you want to fight me, you're going to fight. And guess what? You might even win the fight, but you're going to hate that. You're going to, you're going to know you was in a battle when we get through, when we get through with it. I bet you this, when we get through fighting, you ain't going to want to fight me no more. I need to know that somebody said, the devil, you messed with the wrong one this time. Devil, you started with the wrong one this time. I'm going to bind you. I'm going to cast you out. I'm going to pray that something happened. Follow somebody shout glory. They, I'm almost through preaching, but I got to bring this thing home. They, watch this, David, David, he said, just, Saul said, but take my armor. He said, I ain't never tried it. You Stop trying to pray like other folk pray. Stop trying to sing like other people sing. Stop trying to preach like other, let P.D. Jakes preach like he preached, and you preach like you preach. Oh, come on, somebody. He said, I don't know nothing about your arm. I don't know nothing about that. I, 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 know the, I know the God that I serve, come on, somebody, is going to deliver me this, this big old, y'all ain't ready for me, six-span, six-toe, six-finger giant. He's going to fall today. Somebody shout today is my day. Come on, somebody shout, the devil's had enough. Devil, I've had enough. You're going to fall today. Oh, I, I need my four folk to say, I'm sick of you in my business. I'm sick of you in my home. I'm sick of you messing with my children. I'm sick of you in my marriage. I'm sick of you on my job. Somebody shout, the day is the day. David came back with a trophy. David came back, had his head in his hand. Cut his head off. Oh, I watched the way y'all praise at harvest. And when I see you praise, I think you praise him because I got a trophy. I think you praise him because the devil tried to stop me. The devil tried to stop me, block me. The devil tried to make keep me from getting to church. The devil tried to make my body sick. But I'm right here praising God. I'm still praising him. Mm. So here, devil, here David is, and David's a champion. And he ain't scared of Philistines. Because most Philistines don't do nothing but a whole bunch of talking. And y'all ever seen that? Folks do a whole bunch of talking. Ooh, yeah, that, don't hold me, don't hold me, don't hold me. And when, back in my day, Bishop, when they say don't, they do all that jumping and don't hold me, we say, go get them. <laughs> and you find out they ain't doing but a whole bunch of wolfing. David came back, watch this. Here this boy comes as we conclude this message about Amalekites and Philistines. This scripture talks about the king got jealous of David, took his wife from him, put him out of the kingdom. He was running and hiding everywhere, and he was going through hell. Watch this. I don't care that you're going through hell. When God got a mandate on your life, come on, somebody. I just need about three people to shout no weapon formed against me. Come on, somebody. I don't care how you try to form a weapon because I know the weapon former. Y'all ain't ready for me. Watch this. Here this boy come up bragging. This boy come up bragging. He said, man, I just came from the king. I just came from the king. and I just came from Jonathan and Abner. And he said, they fell in the battle. 
he, David asked him, how did the battle go? What, what, tell me what's going on. He said, they fell in the battle. And when I came up on, when I came up on the king, he was dying. He had a sword in him. Come on, somebody. I'm scared. Of, I don't, let, let me this. I don't like church folk. I love Christians, but I don't like church folk. Church folk get happy when they know you're going through. Church folk get happy if they think your marriage is finna break up. Church folk get happy because they want your position. In our text, David asked him, what's going on? Tell me about the matter. He said he was, he was dying already, so I thought I'd help kill him off. Because I know that he was in pain and he was suffering. And I thought I'd just help to kill him off. Y'all ain't ready for me. I don't need nobody running around with me because I'm in pain. Because I fail. Because I got a problem. Come on, somebody. All I got is a flesh wound. But you want to bury me eight feet under. Am I talking to somebody that's real tonight? I don't need nobody that wants to finish off the man of God. We better learn how to be careful about what we do with our mouth. Because at the end of the day, God allowed Saul to be king. And David respected the position. David said, what? David said, said, what? You, 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 did, did I hear you right? Come again. Did you say you finished off the man of God? He said, man, ain't he been chasing you all around? Didn't he take your, your, your wife, his daughter? He said, then he trying, ain't he trying to kill you? David said, what right did you have to put your hand on the man? What right do you have to put your mouth on the man of God? What right do you have to touch God's anointed? What right did you have to touch God's prophet? Hmm. And that brings us to our opening scripture. That brings us to our opening scripture. David, you would think, it's something wrong with you when you celebrate another man's downfall. It's something wrong with you when you celebrate your sister's downfall and, and you get happy because you think that they're not in the same position. Folks get happy because they thought you lost your house. People get happy because I heard you lost your job. They get on Twitter. They get on Facebook. Oh, I need some about three real people. Bishop? David, the Bible said he rent his clothes. When you used to rent your clothes in the Old Testament, it was a sign of pain. It was a sign of anguish. He was disgusted with what happened. He said, oh, my God, you mean to tell me that the man of God is dead? He came up on, on, on the man of God chasing him in a cave with Abner. God put him in a deep sleep. He walked up and cut off his, his garment. He walked this close and cut it off and went back. He could have cut his throat. He went back and hollered at him and said, he said, Saul, Saul, where did you hear I was trying to hurt you? Am I talking to anybody in the house? He said, I was good this night. I could have killed you, but I would never touch God's anointed. Look at your neighbor and say, keep your mouth off the man of God. Yeah! Somebody shout, oh, glory! Ten minutes. I'm wrapping it up. 
folks always forget all the good you've done over one incident. You've been walking with God for years, praying strong, ain't never went through nothing bad for years. And then one thing happened in your life and folks got their mouth on you and they cannot remember all the good things that you've done. Come, am I talking to anybody? David went to talking about how great Saul was. The man that's chasing him, the man that's trying to kill him, the man that's trying to take him out, he went to talking about how great he was. He said, y'all need to remember this. And he just, wait, 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 wait. Go back just a little bit, Bishop. Not only did David rent his clothes and he began to mourn for Saul, he began to cry because the man of God had been slain, but everybody around him also tore their clothes. Y'all look at your neighbor and say, who are you running with? The Bible says iron sharpeneth iron. I don't need nobody that's clay to run with me. I don't need nobody that's weak to run with me. I don't need nobody to run with me that you're hoping for people's downfall. Y'all ain't ready for me. I need somebody to know how to pray. I need somebody to know how to stand. I need somebody to know how to lift up your brothers. Somebody shout glory, glory. They all mourn. They all were sad. They, 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 I better do a movie before I get out of here. A anybody watch The Wiz? A anybody know Eveline? I like Eveline. Eveline said, if you're going to bring me something, bring me something I can use. <laughs> Somebody shout glory. But don't nobody bring me no bad news. Ah, y'all ain't ready. Even the devil had got enough sense to know we need to be on the same side. Do you, do you get sick of folks always call? Do you see the phone number when it rings and you already know they finna do some gossip? Is there another person in your life, every time you talk to them, they down? They depressed? They oppressed? They suicidal? Am I talking to some real folk in the house? Don't you say before you even answer the phone, if you answer the phone, oh, Lord, here we go. Am I talking to anybody in the house? David said, so I want to make sure I got this clear. I want to make sure I got it clear. Who, who, who you? And where are you from? You need to ask folks, where you come from? I'm, I mean that. What your daddy do? What your mama do? Where you work? Come on, somebody. Huh? Huh? David said, tell me a little bit about yourself. I need to know something about you. I need, I need to know. I, I, I'm real hard on folks joining my church. I don't let everybody join my church because I need to know where you come from, who you. You said, well, I used to be over there at Harvest. I was over there with Bishop, Bishop Foreman. Is that right? Okay. Be right back. Let me call Bishop Foreman. Bishop Foreman. Don't you ever think Bishop didn't call me. Got to know what somebody, what, 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 tell me something about them, Bishop. Tell me something about them. Well, listen, they, 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 they hard-headed. They disobedient. They unfaithful, untrustworthy. 
Can't depend on them for nothing. Every time I try to correct them, they get mad, angry. Y'all ain't ready for me. Turn ashy in the face. Oh, I need to preach just about 10 more minutes, Toki. I turn all ashy. You ever seen, you can't, re you can't rebuke folk, can't talk to folk. Can't count. They turn into uh, uh, David Banner. They turn into the Hulk. They almost turn in green. They get to swell. Y'all, I'm going to preach a little while longer. They get to ready to bust out of their clothes. <laughs> David said, I need to know something about you. Where, where, where you come from? What, you, what your mom and daddy do? What you, uh, he said, I'm an Amalekite. David said, that's a problem right there. You're an Amalekite. Come on, somebody. That means you Esau's kids. That means you come from Esau. Esau was ignorant. Esau was crazy. Most of all, Esau didn't care nothing. Y'all ain't ready for me. Esau was crazy. Come on, somebody. Didn't care nothing about the things of God. Esau would sell out God because he loved the world. Come on, somebody. Oh, what? Let me do this real quick. Believers ain't got no business running around with unbelievers. You on your way to a drive-by, and I'm on my way to prayer meeting. Somebody shout, how can two walk together? You going left, baby, and I'm going right. You going north, and I'm going west. Am I talking to anybody? David said, tell me about yourself, boy. He said, I'm an Amalekite. And he said, that's a problem right there. You got bad genes. David said, watch this. H how is it that you wasn't afraid to put your hands on the man of God? This is what my mama told me. Mama said, let me tell you something, son. She said, the same dog did uh, 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 take a bone or bring a bone. What do you mean by that, Bishop? The same folks that come to you talking about other folks and putting other folks down will talk about you like a dog. They will put you down like a dog. The same one. David said, you're on the Malachi. You, were, you, 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 didn't, you couldn't think no better. Then, then, then to put down the man of God, and you telling me you finished him off? You telling me that he wasn't dead, but you wanted to make sure he was dead? Am I talking to anybody in the house? What you doing coming to me, talking to me about Bishop Foreman? What you doing coming to me, talking to me about Bishop Demmer? I'm going to preach a little while longer. What you doing talking to me about my sister or my brother in the Lord? If you don't love them enough to pray for them, if you don't love them enough to stand, to lift them up, to stand with them, y'all ain't ready for me. I don't need nobody to be with me when I'm always up. When I'm down, I need you to be with me. When I'm hurting, I need you to be with me. When I'm wounded, y'all ain't He said, you, are you crazy? He looked at his boys and he said, Y'all don't know, know about that. David said, fall on him. David said, kill him because he's crazy. Because you're crazy enough to kill off the man of God. Come on, somebody. When you come to me with that kind of mess, you come to me talking about the people of God. You come to me talking about the anointed of God. Come on, the ordained of God. Oh, good God Almighty. Somebody shout, cut him off. 
Now, let me say this before we get out of here. Daniel, let me say this. This is what I tell them in Absolute Word Church. And uh, yeah, I just can't, you know, I can't stand Tokyo. That's my daughter, y'all, so I'm going to use it because that's my baby. I can't stand Tokyo. She's just got an attitude. She, got, she thinks she's cute, don't she? She do hair. Tita do facials. And Daniel can sing. He think he can sing. You know, I just can't stand there. And you say, uh, who you talking about, baby? Talking about Tokyo? I, I can't stand Tokyo. She, okay, all right. All right, all right. All right, all right. Come on. Tokyo, she just won't let you know she can't stand you. I bet you they never do that again. We can cut out some of this crazy mess if we'll do what God said do. Come on, somebody. If we'll do what God say do. Bible says shun the very appearance of evil and shake it off. Shake y'all ain't ready for me. If you don't want to go where God is going, if you don't want to do the thing that God has told me to do, this is what the Bible said he told the disciples. And say next. Clap your hand all over the room. Stop running around with Amalekites. Me and Pastor Mark worked together at Denver Water. There was only about maybe eight, ten folks out of 1,400 people that claimed Jesus. But two brothers got into it on the job, and they knew I was a minister. And two brothers in the Lord got into it on the job. And one of the brothers came running to me and said, man, do you see how they're doing each other? And what's going on with them? Well, come on, somebody. First of all, uh, handle your business alone. Keep your business. Don't get that folks in your business. Am I talking? Come on. If I got an issue with you, I ain't got to tell the whole world. I think, can I see you, sweetie? But they did it over people, and they ran to me and said, I want to just know how you feel. How you feel? I, and both of them are saved. Both of them, are, both of them are going at each other, and they're talking crazy to each other, and they're just going at each other. Y'all ain't ready for me. And I looked at him, and I said, uh, are you saved? Well, no, I, don't. I said, you, you don't go to church nowhere? Who, who your pastor? I told him, let me tell you something, you uncircumcised Philistines. I dare you come to me and talk to me about my brothers that's in the Lord that's going through, and you are an Amalekite. Get out of my face. You ain't got nothing to talk to me about my brother that's going through. You, somebody shout, because you ain't even a part of family. But somebody shout, we are family at harvest. Somebody shout, if you mess with one of us, you got to mess with all of us. We're going to pray till something happens. We're going to pray till things change. Now, high five somebody and say, hello, family. I'm done.
Well, I pray that today's life-giving message has spoken life into your life. I'm Bishop Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. And at this time, I want to extend an opportunity to you to give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body. That body was called Jesus. That body got on a cross and died for our sins. Now, sins are things that we do that don't please God. And they ultimately don't please God because they ultimately are very harmful and dangerous to us. Not only did he die for our sins, he died so we could have life and life more abundantly. Here's what that means. That not only do we experience God's best, but that we can speak life into other people and use our lives to change the lives of other people. And today, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, the Bible says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you will be saved or born again or become a Christian. All those phrases mean the same thing. And if today you were far from God, this is your opportunity to reconnect to God. I love him because uh, he's not the God of a second chance. The truth is, is we've all used our second chance already. He's the God of another chance. He offers us constant new beginnings and fresh starts to get things right for him. He gave his life for us so that we could give our lives for him. So today, if you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to Jesus right there where you're at, I don't care where you're listening to this message, I want you to say this with me. Say, Father... In the name of Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. You're born again. You're saved from yourself. And if you were far from God, you're reconnected to God. And here's what I want you to do. Take out your mobile phone and text the word DECISION to the phone number 59769. And when you do, I'm going to send you a message right away that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. And here's what I want to encourage you to do. You are connected to me and connected to Harvest Church for a reason. It's because this is the place God wants to speak life into your life. This is the place God wants you to grow and become a strong Christian and, and serve and change the lives of other people. So stay connected, whether it's at a physical campus or a digital campus, stay connected to Harvest Church. Keep receiving this word and let it speak life into your life. Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10, that's V-I-A-T-O-R-10, for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app? Over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.